Welcome to episode 104 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello. I am your hostie, Stacey Harris. This is Hit the Mic, and this is episode 104. Uh, today is a standalone episode, and uh, it's kind of fun because today, um, episode 104, is in fact the day this gets released, like the, the day this was first live, November 4th, uh, is the one-year anniversary of the very first episode that ever went live of the show. So that's pretty cool, right? I'm, I'm excited about it. So one year ago today, the day this went live, uh, I was releasing episode one and this is episode 104. It's, it's crazy. So, but it's kind of fitting because today we're going to talk about, uh, looking back at 2014 and the importance that holds in planning your 2015. Uh, next week I am going to talk about planning 2015. I'm going to tell you about how I plan. I'm going to, uh, give you a heads up about some ideas and, and things I look at, but, but really the first thing I look at, uh, is what happened in 2014. Uh, So that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we talk about that, though, I do want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, I'm going to be doing a webinar on Friday, November 7th with Pat Romaine, who I've had on the show to talk launching. Uh, And we're going to be talking about using Google Hangouts on air for your webinars because webinars are such a huge part of launching, uh, not only because you can grow your list, but also you're able to sort of... uh, give a preview of what it is you're going to be teaching about or the program or product or whatever it is you're launching. Uh, so it's really, really, uh, it's a big part and it's an overwhelming part. It's a scary part for a lot of people. Uh, so that's why we're going to talk about uh, Hangouts on Air and how you can use those for your webinars. So that's Friday. There'll be a link to that in the show notes, which of course, like every other episode, will be at thestacyharris.com slash episode 104. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's that. So join us on Friday. It's going to be a good time. So let's dive in. Um, when I plan anything, the first thing I do is I look back at what worked and what didn't work. So if I'm planning a launch or a new show or, uh, a guest post, I'm, I'm looking at what has worked and hasn't worked in the past. So when I think about planning my next year, uh, I am going to look at what worked and didn't work this year. So full disclosure, I started planning 2015 when I was planning 2014. Uh, But a lot of those plans have changed because 2014 made some shifts that I I hadn't planned on making. Uh, For example, Charles joining the business and us reopening uh, management services was not something I planned to do in 2015. Uh, So... So, uh, now it is. So now we're, we're sort of, we're making room for the changes. And also when I planned 2015, uh, back in 2013, when I was also planning 2014, it's a lot of years I just named, um, nothing was cemented. It was all like, yes, this will lead to that. Uh, you know, A, B, C leads to X, Y, Z kind of things. Uh, so now it's time for me to go in and look at 2015 and be like, okay, this is when this is happening. Uh, this is when that's happening. And some of that planning is already done, especially for the first half of the year, uh, because uh, you guys get to hear this first, but uh, Business Amplifier Mastermind next round starts in February. So I will start taking applications later this month for our February start date. In fact, I'm already taking deposits um, 
from people who had applied for previous sessions um, and for whatever reason it didn't work out right then so that February spots are already filling up so that stuff is planned because I already know it's happening but beyond that I need to plan uh, my other launches and, and speaking engagements and um, and ca- editorial calendar and stuff like that but before I do that, I want to look at what worked and what didn't work in 2014. Because then, instead of just throwing things at the internet, you know, it's the same as when we talk about our social media strategy or anything else. Instead of just throwing things at the internet or throwing things at my business and seeing what works, I can go from an informed place because I'm looking at what worked and didn't work this year. So, one of the very first things I go in and look at is my numbers. And those numbers are everything from... Um, my social media growth over the course of the year, my community growth, my email marketing list uh, growth, uh, to my numbers. Uh, and this is a really key one for us. Uh, Charles and I will sit down and we break down our accounting by program. So when we pull up our profit and loss sheet, we actually see the Rockstar Guide to Facebook made X amount of dollars. The Rockstar Guide to Google Plus made X amount of dollars. The Rockstar Guide to Podcasting made X amount of dollars. Um, management services, when we add that, we'll make X amount of dollars. Business Amplifier Mastermind makes X amount of dollars. And so we can actually see where in our business from what uh, services and from what programs, where are we making our money? Because that is going to be a really important piece to what I focus on in 2015. Uh, for me, and in and, and looking at this, I'm able to really go, okay, what is maybe not worth uh, the time investment? So maybe there's something that it's time to let go of. Um, on the flip side of it, maybe there's something that is doing well, and I'm not really talking about it a lot. And so if I talked about it more, it could do a little better. Um, also, this is a really good time to evaluate our pricing. Do we need to do a price increase in 2015? Uh, do we need to, uh, do we need to, uh, implement a payment plan? Um, so we're looking at our profits. We're looking at what's making money, but we're also looking at our conversions. So I will look at all the stats on the web on, in Google analytics and say, okay, so this percentage of the people who hit the website are, actually converting so maybe there's something we need to do with our sales page or you know what tweaks do we need to make so that conversion rates better uh, whatever that is we, we we make that adjustment there now all of this is a lot easier if you are doing some of this stuff throughout the year so I want to break down what I did this year to make this planning I'm doing now a lot easier now not all of this stuff you have to do. Not all of this stuff is um, necessarily your focus. I'm telling you what my focus is. Uh, I really, this is one of those things that I don't think there is one right way for everybody. A lot of it is trying things on and seeing what works for you. Because I run my business one way, you run your business another way. That doesn't make either one of us right. It doesn't make either one of us wrong. It's just a matter of, what works for you. I think the right way to run your business is to run it the way that works for you. And that's all there is to it. Uh, Remember, that's the joy of being self-employed and being an entrepreneur and um, owning your own business and all of that good stuff is that you get to pick. So for me, I track some things daily, 
like numbers for income. So I always, you know, calculate any money that was made overnight with, especially now that I have uh, like the rockstar guides and stuff. I, I occasionally, which is like my favorite thing ever, make money overnight while I'm sleeping. Uh, that's the super fun part of passive income, right? Um, so I check those every day uh, just to see where we are. Um, but also I check my numbers as far as my social media stuff every day. Where are we follower wise? Um, and how many of those followers are engaged? Where are we, you know, comment stuff. That way I can make those adjustments really quickly if I need to. Um, I can go, wow, that was awful. Let's never do that again. And on the flip side, I can say, oh my gosh, that was really awesome. We should do that a lot more. <laughs> so I do track that stuff every day. That's one of the first things I do in the morning. There are also things I check in on a monthly basis. Uh, and those are my overall numbers, like uh, views on the YouTube channel, uh, website stats as far as bounce rates, things like that. Um, and then there's things I check quarterly, like what products are making money, what products aren't making money, list size, um, conversion numbers, things like that. And then there's the things I do on a yearly one, which is what I was reviewing earlier, which is what products are making money. Um, and really, it comes down to taking all of those pieces that I do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, all of those pieces and looking at them. And the way that's really easy is when I do those smaller ones on a daily, monthly, quarterly, whatever, I track those in spreadsheets. So I actually have spreadsheets for all of my numbers. And so when it comes time around this time of year to go, okay, what's going to happen for next year? What happened this year? I just pull those up and we review them. So I'm not having to go find all of this information now, which is, I, I think in a lot of cases, what sounds like a really big pain in the ass is okay, I, that sounds great. I should check all of that stuff. That's a great idea, Stacey. Here's the problem. I don't know where to find any of that. Well, the reason I know where to find all of that is because I've already put it together. So now it's just a matter of reviewing spreadsheets. So if that is not something you've been doing and this is something you want to do as far as having this sort of yearly review, that's really your first step is figuring out what you want to track and start tracking it now so that you have something to compare it to. Um, in fact, some of the things I'll do is I'll pull out 2013's numbers and go, okay, so what are conversions in comparison to last year? So we can see what changes we made in 2014 that we wanna keep making in 2015 or we go, no, that killed us, let's not do that again. That was a terrible idea because this is as much about finding the wins as it is finding the losses. So, um, and one thing I wanna interject in here is this is judgment-free, okay? And I think we consider judgment a lot when we look at other people's stuff, but you kind of have to take that same mindset for right now. Nothing that's been done in 2014 can be changed for 2014, but it can be changed for 2015. But that's only if you go in judgment-free and ego-free and look at it sort of impartially, look at it and say, yep, that was awesome. Yes, that was less than awesome. Now, what do we want to do different? Or what do we want to do the same? Uh, so that's a really key piece is to, to give yourself a break about it, you know? Uh, go in and be like, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best choice. Hmm. Uh, and, and figure out what you want to change. So like I said, that's my first step is looking at those numbers um, from a financial perspective. Um, and then I also look at my numbers from a social perspective, my list. 
Um, did I see the growth I wanted to see? Of course, I have goals for every year for numbers, um, but those numbers have big time goals for engagement too. So maybe I, and I've had this when I've looked at it throughout the month this year where I've seen huge spikes in growth um, on like Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Uh, but I haven't seen engagement numbers or then it bounced back down. It's like, okay, well, what caused that? What um, what can we adjust to sort of level that out some? Uh, and also, so what can we do to get those engaged, making sure that we're getting really quality leads uh, in those areas? So I break down the pieces that are important for me. And for me, that's money. Not, again, no judgment, but for me, that's money first. Uh, this is my livelihood. This is what keeps food on my kid's table, things like that. Money is first. Uh, second is my community size and my community engagement. And those go hand in hand. That ratio needs to be right for me. Uh, I don't care if I have a huge community. I do care that I have an engaged community. Um, but I still want to see that community growth. I just want to see that community growth equal in size and engagement. I don't have to sacrifice one for the other, so to speak. Uh, and then next we look at sort of my own, and this is hard to quantify, but my own sort of enjoyment. You know, that was a big transition for me from 2013 to 2014, which is how much I worked uh, and the kind of work I was doing making me really, really happy. Um, I loved my business in 2013, no doubt, but I was working like 60 hours a week I totally burned myself out by the end of the year. Um, and I was not necessarily doing things I really, really loved uh, doing in my business. And that was a big shift in 2014. And so I changed a lot about my business. I work a lot less now. Uh, and I wanna see how that impacted the sort of growth tra trajectory of my business. Um, but also I want to make sure that I'm checking in and going, okay, I worked less, was I happier with what I was doing? Was working too much the problem or was it what I was doing? Um, and so for me, it's been really, really great. I really love how much I'm working now. I like that 30 to 40 hours a week place I'm finding. Um, I still love my travel that I do. Uh, so all of that is really important for me to check in with. So again, it's, it's money, it's community size and engagement and then checking in and making sure I'm still happy with what I'm doing. Because I think it's really easy to sort of go down the rabbit hole of your business and your day to day and go, oh my gosh, I kind of don't love this. Um, and I know that because that's what I did my first year in business. Uh, I spent a lot of time in shoulds uh, and supposed tos and holy hell, I hope this works. <laughs> um, and so that is a big, you know, those are my three check-ins that I have to do every year. Uh, and then I prepare myself for what's going to be in 2015. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about next week. Um, episode 106 will be all about um, how I actually implement these numbers into my plans. Uh, so what I want to challenge you to do in the next, however long it is you listen to these episodes far apart. Um, if you listen to these live, you're one of my favorites. Um, so you have a week. Um, not live, but the day they go live. Um, look at those numbers. Look at what happened in 2014. And if you're not tracking, start tracking. Figure out what those three pieces are that are super important for you to check in with regularly. Um, like I said, mine are really 
kind of logistic and emotional. So I've got money, community size, and and am I happy with it? Because that community size really does impact that money. Um, with a certain community size, you're able to do certain things. Um, whereas with a, you know, an unengaged community, no matter what size it is, I'm, I'm not able to do a lot of the things I'm able to do. So those are really important. And that engagement is really important for my own, like I'm satisfied with my business piece. So those are my three pieces. Figure out what your three pieces are and start checking in on them uh, and, and bring your numbers together. Let's, let's gather them up uh, so that we can review them and then use them to create our 2015 plan. So checking in with 2014, a huge, huge key in planning next year. This year totally still matters. I want to say that there are two months left in the year, eight weeks, something like that left in the year. Um, Don't give up on 2014. There are still a lot of time to launch things, do your first webinar, um, launch a podcast, start your Google Plus page, Um, whatever it is that you've been maybe putting off doing. Now is a perfectly acceptable time to do it. So don't give up on 2014, but let's go into 2015 prepared as well. So that's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear from you. So in the comments or in a tweet or on Facebook or on Google+, Plus, I'll write an email, whatever you want to do, let me know what it is that your top thing is. Like I said, for me, my top thing is money because the money has to come in for this to be a business and the money has to come in for me to support my family. So my big number is knowing where the money is coming from so that we can make sure that we're... Uh, nourishing that part of my business all right so that's really key for me i want to know what yours is let me know other than that i will see you guys next time